2: Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broder, but joined as always by not American Pete. It I is am American that's yes. right. No, no Pete Donaldson today, my friend. Just the tattered, shattered remnants of Abroad in Japan. I'm so <laughs> dead. So first off, guys, apologies. This is the, uh, we're late. This is the first time in four years a
3: podcast has been late. I'm disappointed. I was looking in my feed, and it wasn't there, and I'm, I'm ready to forgive you. We do have a good excuse, though, don't we? I think that you have an outstanding
2: excuse. And that is that we just successfully cycled 750 kilometers across... Hokkaido from Wakanae to Hakodate, where we are right now on the upper deck of a hotel observation deck looking over the city.
3: Yeah, let that be a reminder to those who are curious, well, where's the podcast? What's going on? He still made time to record this in the pretty tough, you know, settings of piano music playing above (sighs) us. We're overlooking right next to an it's onsen. It's like an ASMR
2: Japanese hotel lobby <laughs> experience. <laughs> you can hear people making coffee. You can hear the rumbling of the air conditioning unit. You can hear the smiles and laughter of children.
3: Yeah, and um, the also you can also hear the pain and suffering that you went through. I can hear it in your voice. That was about over, it was over a week. You cycled from Wakanai, where we originally went to get. Rege- uh, Don't my remind mark. me. Okay, yeah. sorry, but you cycled from the very top. Where you can basically see Russia, mm. and you went all the way down. to You did, Okay, we saw it. You ended up in Hakodate, which is where we can now take a bullet train back to the mainland, back to where things make sense. We had a few questions. Number one, how do you feel? Dead. Okay. Number two, how much money was raised? Three hundred thousand dollars. That's in oh my for God. the immune deficiency foundation, right? Well, That's incredible. Right.
2: Like you know, I, I I originally set out to do this like to get fit as part of my let's get fit before the end of the year kind of thing Mm. and uh, it was Connor's idea to to do it for charity credit where it's due to him you know and credit where it's due to Connor he streamed the
3: entire trip which I would not have been able to do now how long would it take you to throw away the text to speech messages that are piping in memes yeah so people can pay $15
2: right yeah and then their message is read out on the speaker (laughs) by a robot (laughs) and it was just the most annoying if I'd done it It would have been out the window. It would have been in a field in Wakanai, on the (laughs) outskirts of Wakanai very quickly. So maybe 30 minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was an incredible credit to to you both because as much as it's a physically exacting thing of trying to just wake up every day and cycle hundreds Mm. of kilometers, um, you also did put on a performance and you are trying to entertain and raise awareness and money for this foundation. I got to say, I joined like near the end. Yeah. Pete joined in Sapporo, which is about four or five days into the
2: eight day journey. Maybe just, uh, just past the halfway point.
3: I probably, uh, yeah, but I'm absolutely knackered and I didn't do anything. All I did was hang out in the van and you guys had to do this for over a week. So I got to say, I'm glad you guys got it done. And I'm, I'm extra glad it went to a cool charity. So well done.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad. I, I'm, I'm at the point, because yesterday is what the day we finished, right? And I've had this sort of accumulation of pain and suffering. <laughs> like my, um, the palms of my hands really hurt from leaning forward on the bicycle. My like, legs are just like rubbish. I can't stand up at the moment, barely. So I think when the pain dies down I, uh, and the smiles return, I will be able to truly appreciate what we've just done.
3: In, any advice for people who are thinking about, you know, I'd like to go to Japan. I think that cycling across Hokkaido or Honshu would be amazing. Well, I mean, we did it with a tight schedule. We
2: had eight days to do sort of at 750 kilometers. And, you know, I think an extra day or two would have made it a lot more pleasant, a, a proper break in between because mm. we didn't actually have a break. And um, on the original journey across Japan, we had a break every sort of, Three or four days. Which, by the way,
3: the original journey across Japan was what? Forty-eight days.
2: Uh, it was forty-six days, but you know we didn't really cycle more than seventy kilometers. <laughs> so, you know what was—it's crazy, really. Like, by the end of the trip, Connor and I were powering along. Right. Mm. At the start, it was a bit slow, a bit rubbish, but by the end, you know we were doing like 60 kilometers in the morning before we even had lunch and we really had been able to pick up the pace yeah
3: I was nervous because when I was joining I I was watching the stream on my way to Sapporo because Mm. I wasn't going to join you on that day it was the next one And it was raining very hard. Mm. And the the conditions were not ideal. Every time I checked in, these damn dragonflies. then checked out. (laughs) Come back in. What is with this wind? Check out. And I thought, oh, dear. (laughs) The elements are getting the better of them, but they're still powering through. When I got there, suddenly you started setting the pace. And you guys were like, I was talking to Ian and Paul, who were part of the technical side of things. Mm. They were like, these guys are killing it. They've somehow hit their stride on like the fifth and sixth day. And now they're making like double the time. I unleashed the dragon that is my my, my powerful legs yeah
2: I, I got, got concerned <laughs> people call you the calfable one well I've now. got really like, abnormally large calves Connor maintains their achievement <laughs> I, 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 I do have very muscly legs I don't know why but I think by the midpoint of this trip my legs paid dividends oh and, yes uh, <laughs>
3: like the, there was a lot of power there and a lot of speed but yeah so is this your first time because I, I know you've traveled a considerable amount and you have a lot of advice to give people who, who are interested in Japan is this one of the first First times you've been able to see Hokkaido during the summertime. It's I think it's the second time I've come here in summer, maybe the third. It's a beautiful place. Like the
2: temperature here is actually bearable in summer, right? Oh, it's so much better. Like we go outside now, it's about twenty degrees, it's low beautiful. humidity. But in Tokyo, where you're going to be later this afternoon, it's going to be close to oh. thirty. Eighty percent humidity you don 't want to go outside. We got lucky in that regard, like i, I don 't think Connor and I would have said yes to this cycle if it was anywhere else in Japan, right? You right. had to have been here
3: and yeah. I guess for me i 've always heard of Hokkaido as like oh it 's the snow place, the snow festival or ice mountains. Mm. So even being in the car, seeing the absolute stunning nature aspect of it was probably my second favorite part after the fact that you guys raised over a quarter of a million dollars. Well, I mean, Pete, you did your
2: part. You were like begging the, the viewers for, for money. It's true. You, you did like, Pete did these pep talks every morning that, uh, was like Henry V, you know, once more into the breach, dear friends. It was kind of like that. Yeah.
3: I think I, I tapped into my Midwestern snake oil salesman where I could try <laughs> to elicit funds for a good cause and not personal gain, but that's, uh, it, you know, that did. I think what my responsibility was was kind of a emergency break, you know, break in case of emergency. We need some optimism. We need some levity for Brits. We're too dour. We need some laughter Four UK people. I shouldn't say you know, Connor's Welsh, but we need some laughter. And so I tried to step in, not get on anybody's nerves. Well, I think by the middle of the trip, like, I was really happy
2: and fun and nice for the first four days, mm. and then after Sapporo, I was just like, I'm dead now. I can't. Ha- I can't like do this I can't be energetic we need a court jester that's, we need some energy that's one. we need Kansas and that's why you were brought in specially imported from Tokyo
3: I appreciate that I got the call I, I have a special phone in my apartment that rings only when you call and it's like, well, yeah, like the presidential hotline yeah. And I, we need I, your help again, son. And I was, I was, I was working. I was building something, and I just dropped my tools. <laughs> and I got on a train, and I, I got to Cyprus. So in Noah's Ark. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Noah's Ark, it was you know it rained a lot,
2: and yeah. uh, I learned I don't like cycling in rain. But
3: yeah, that was probably. I mean, in, in terms of logistics, that was probably the worst part. Was when the, the weather got or the wind. Yeah, i I learned don't
2: cycle against the wind, but then you don't have much choice. We did meet some. Um, some some stream
3: snipers, some fantastic people. There. I couldn't believe it because I hadn't been able to follow completely... Because these are like 9 or 10 hour streams every day. Oh. But I, I would assume, incorrectly, that you'd be constantly bombarded by stream snipers. But then I remembered you're in the middle of nowhere in the north. Yep. But as you got further south... Three for three, four amazing people came in supporting yeah, yeah, every day we had someone. That's incredible. Melissa was the first. Yeah, she brought lots of snacks
2: and sweets, and she was on the jet program, and yep. she sent a nice letter. Yeah.
3: And then we... Actually, I think we had a day of nobody, and then to uh, last uh, yesterday, we had Suzuka, who you just missed. Yeah, we were just at a convenience store, and then just as we drove out guys Uh, she rocked up and luckily Pete was still there with Ian and Paul she was so disappointed that she got me but I I told her we'd record her message and she was going to go to St. Andrews in Scotland and study philosophy lucky girl yes and then you met the walking dude Yes uh, He was amazing He gave us a plum
2: There was a guy Just at the side Of the road Waving uh, Like Waving me down I thought Oh it must be Paul the cameraman So you can <laughs> see him In the distance right And we st- But it wasn't Paul the cameraman It was a dude Who was walking Across Japan From top to bottom Literally Cape Sawyer To Kagoshima Over a four month period the Alone, madness possessed yeah. this man, and he had he gave us some plums, like you do, and they were really good plums, to be fair. And
3: after that, I felt rejuvenated, like Donkey Kong yes. eating bananas or a Pac Man or Pac-Man. fruits. Yeah. Yes, I was the same. That's quite astonishing that he's chosen this path. I just don't know how anybody could take three months off of their work to walk why don't you do
2: an IRL stream that could be your thing now walk across Japan four month special
3: well we certainly know it can't be running I I joined you guys on the the road for about 12 seconds and I (laughs) I fell over it was so exhausting but I think walking I could do Um, yeah that's interesting so now that this is done I mean you know as a content creator and as someone who's always trying to do something new what are you doing for me now is the most important thing. So this charity event is finished. You have a day off. What's next for Mr. Broad? I've got a Trash Taste interview oh, in about like
2: two days. The official fourth member. Yeah, so I guess we'll talk about it there. And then I'm doing a Spartan race. You're what? This is a race where you, you go five kilometers up a mountain and then do 20 obstacles. Are you? A- and that's probably going to make the cycle look really easy. <laughs> Obviously, the cycle done over, is done. a long, is a long-term endurance challenge. This is a like a let's die in one afternoon challenge just that's it so I, like, sign a death waiver in case I just
3: die yeah let me halfway. know what hospital there is there and I'll bring you some flowers yeah this sounds Cheers mental people. a Spartan race and you is it like next month or do you have like a day or two to prepare it's oh, about two weeks great There's no th- shit what well, it's about ten days oh crap I need well, to get training oh. Well, I I do want to clear the air on one particular thing. You you, you ribbed me a lot as a a regular guest, and even in private messages. I think we can all say I came through in the clutch, and I finally got you that PS5 with Charlotte's help. You didn't give me a PS5. I did not. For months, guys, I was like, you know, talking about how Pete
2: promised me a PlayStation. Then one day I walked into the sitting room, and there was a PlayStation there. And I was like, oh, it's Pete delivered and Charlotte was like no I got it myself <laughs> so
3: you know so, he, I know who my real friends are I know but on the other hand I did remember to bring you your copy of Cyberpunk back did bring my game back yes so my, my question was. is when when Mr. Broad's alone time are you gonna are you gonna relax and just play video games for 12 14 hours for a couple of days to recover really I would love to do that but no I've ah.
2: got to edit journey across Japan I've got to run a Spartan race I've got to practice for a boxing match in Los Angeles in December
3: I'm a little concerned about that as and well. I've got to film the Christmas Carol. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Now, see, so you are busy.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? So this boxing
3: match in December, uh, I've you've teased me with this idea that I can can I please be in the corner with smelling salts and put, be oh. like, you gotta punch them, you gotta go harder. It's not rocky. It's not. It'll be <laughs> it'll be a <laughs> rocky afternoon. Oh uh, well, that's uh, what I want. I, I, well, I hope I can cheer you on in some capacity. So for those of you wondering what we're
2: talking about, I uh, I said yes to this chess boxing tournament that uh ludwig one of the top youtubers we have these days yes a fine young man from america he uh, he wants to do a chess boxing tournament he's got quite a few folks on board for it basically you do i think you do like a round of chess then you box for two minutes then you do chess for two minutes then oh, you box what? for two minutes
3: they're they're spliced in between the you
2: know, it is insane if you watch a video of it all right there's like two guys in a ring they're like Horse to bishop, and they're like doing chess, and then it's like, right, time's up. They quickly back away, the table's taken out, and then you fucking start boxing. And then, so if this then goes, after two minutes, it's like, right, chess again, and you're gasping for air. Yeah, oh my god, I, I thought it was it, like it, a day of chess and a day of boxing. So even if I become good at chess, even if I become good at boxing, if I lose a the chess, then I'm done. Ludwig, you madman, <laughs>
3: what have you done? <laughs> you know, people are suffering concussions, and you're having them move pawns. Yeah, so I've got to not only.
2: Get good at boxing, but I've got to get good at chess. How is your chess game? I'd say I'm an intermediate player. Okay. But you know, what what scares me is I travel all the way to Los Angeles where this tournament's happy, happening. And uh, I, I'm like, right, let's just do this. And I lose in, like three moves at chess. I don't even get to box.
3: That would probably be a benefit to you, I feel. <laughs> that would be That'd very be depressing. Fine. Yeah, so, I would just knock over my king on accident and be like, oh, you got me. Oh. Um, so the other thing is. I found out, because I'm on your Patreon, because I support you as my friend. You're my my good man. Uh, I found out that I'll be joining you for some sort of a... (laughs) Thanks for telling me ahead of time. I'll be in England, or specifically, it doesn't matter about me, you will be in England after the boxing match, and you're going to be hosting a kind of get-together or a gathering in a a theater? Yes. Yes. Could you please tell me what the hell this is so I know? Well, my favorite time of year is Christmas, right?
2: Mine too, sure. I love Christmas, and I love Christmas in the U.K., but I haven't been able to go back for three years for Christmas. So I thought, what better time to do like a, a born Japan Christmas event? And so on, I think it's December 17th. Okay. Rented out the best cinema in London. Wow. And uh, we're going to have an event there.
3: Ah, oh, so am I like You're be to guest?
2: And Natsuki and Riottaro and Pete Donaldson and Charla oh, and Jackie and everyone. What's and the tickets were already sold out. So it's pointless talking about it, but I'm going to... Basically, <laughs> I, said, I said, I'll said i announce the event on Patreon. Just get a few tickets sold first. Just because, you know, obviously, patrons that support you, you want to reward them first. Sure. I was like, you know, they'll probably snap up a few tickets. They sold it out. They bought them all. I was like, oh, shit. And like, the, the cinema was like... When are you going to announce it publicly? I'm like, eh. Uh, uh, we don't need to And they were like, you've sold out quicker than, like, Ta- Tarantino. And I was like, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, so we've got another slot that's going to be going on sale in a week or so. See, um, that's why I brought it up. I knew there would be a second show. There will be another one. And um, before I announce that, guys, I'll let you know the moment that is being... Um, kind of promoted and released and the next podcast a good podcast ah. in a room with a decent microphone not in a hotel in Hakodate while I'm dead uh, we will try and record that and I'll tell you the dates because they, they sold out in like about 90 seconds unfortunately
3: so no rest for you no always
2: no busy always busy uh. but that's the best way to be right Yeah, you know, it's when you're not busy that you start to feel a bit depressed I agree you keep busy keep doing things you forget about the fact that when you die there's nothing
3: Forever. Can't take it with you. Yeah. Only your experiences. <laughs> so um, that's why I'm going. I, I don't want to turn this into a thing about me, but I'm going to France for the first time tomorrow. You are. I can't believe this. And you're an the,
2: American in France. I'm an an American in that?
3: France, and you're the only. I want to point this out. You're the only person who has said positive things about this country for me. Oh, you were I mean, like. It, you're like it's a great place to visit. Good food. Nice places. Go. Yeah. I mean, I've been to France quite a few times, and. Uh,
2: it's a more extreme country than the uk i think the highs are higher in france and Mm. the the scenery is is staggering mountain ranges old castles beautiful villages untouched undiscovered by travelers (laughs) Uh, but then there's you know there's bad stuff um and uh, yeah there's there's a lot of bad stuff finding (laughs) the balance is going to be key lots of places aren't very clean um I've, I recall being moderately harassed by people there. Ah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, one time, I was, while I was waiting in Leon, oh. I was driving a car in Lyon, The car in front of me stopped at the red lights. We stopped, whatever, for the traffic lights. And someone with a bucket of what can only be described as shit... Oh, my God. ...came up to the, up to the car in front and threw it all over the windscreen. What? And then ex- basically it charged and extorted the person... Well, they, before they, literally the moment they threw it all over the windscreen, they started cleaning it off, and they were like ten euros. This and the driver insane. in front looked like they wanted to commit murder. Luckily, I managed to drive around it. I would have driven oh. over them and yeah. said like, how
3: did, but like that's but, like, I saw th- I, I experienced things like that happening. Uh, a lot. but if I go to England, I might get chipped for a quid. What, that, what the hell does that mean? I, think it, I heard it from Ian. Means ch- stabbed. I, I Hopefully that won't happen. Hopefully that won't happen. But I'm, I am going to Essex and I'm going to some CD places. But I, I'm looking forward Don't to. Get Essex? I'm going to Essex. I want to see. No. It. Yes, I will. Oh. But for me, this is the first time I've ever really left either my home countries of Japan, which has been 10 years, or America. So I've never been on a vacation before. So France is going to be really exciting for me. I'm really looking forward to it. And then after that, I get to go to England and go to checking out like pub culture. This is going to be, it's going to be the, the fall of Pete. Not like the fall, like downfall, <laughs> but like the, this season. The season of Pete traveling. The season of Pete. I'm so excited, man. I think it's going to be the first one or the fall of yeah, Pete <laughs> into the River
2: Thames. Yeah, that's I, too bad. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing you react to the
3: UK. I cannot wait. It's I, always wanted to be there. I've always wanted to go. You're going to discover that the UK is pretty good. I have well see, I've long been of the belief that UK food and especially British cuisine is not some sort of meme crap thing. It's delicious. See, I mean I i am lucky to have travelled the world over, Japan the world over, and uh,
2: ch- eaten a lot of food, as we know. Hmm. And I will say British pub food is is insanely good. It really is. And and I get the image that British food's shit, but that's honestly from the nineties and before that. And some kind of in the 2000s, there was a, a bit of a renaissance in, in good cooking and quality food. And things changed yes. around the 2000s. So now the food in the UK is pretty good. Of course, it's not as ubiquitously... Delicious as Japan. You You can't walk into just any restaurant. You do have to do your homework a little bit. Still,
3: well, you know, I think too much is put on. Like this one's a Michelin star review. I Mm. sometimes you want to, you know, you want to eat pub food. You want to eat something deep fried. You Mm. want some comfort food. And I feel like England, especially like pub British pub food, is one of the main things I'm looking forward to. And a bitter. Yes I've never had this Wow and I'm really excited about it Well, you should try the cider That's I will
2: That's what I'm looking forward to yeah. just, But the, the, es- the essence of what makes the UK good Is going in a pub on a cold winter's day Sitting by the fireplace mulled wine at Christmas Cider It's amazing And I'm, you know, I haven't experienced that since 2019 Whenever that was So I'm wow. very, very excited And I'm excited to see how you react to that You'll probably be not want to return to Japan
3: No, well, I do love this country very, very much. It would be a lot to push me off of this place, but... Uh, and especially like just when we went to three days in Hokkaido with you and I was in the car seeing all these places that I want to revisit. I still got a little bit of time left. Where in Japan. do you want to revisit? There was two places in particular that I only was there for, like I said, Sapporo and then to today. No, Noboribetsu. Noboribetsu. Hot springs. Because I went for a little walk at night and in the morning and it was stunning. Like unbelievable. I can't wait to go there in winter with mm. its natural hot springs. And Toya. Oh, Lake Toya is very nice, yeah. There was fireworks. It yeah. was amazing. They have fireworks every night for the hotels night. around Lake Toya. I thought they Lake were Toya. just for you. I was like, oh, Chris is here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome yes. to him. Wacky Weekend was in town. Yes. Uh, like a traveling circus. I went also on a walk that morning, and at night, I didn't even notice, when, when you step outside, there's like this beautiful bay, and mm. across from it is a huge mountain with these clouds hovering around its summit. And I thought... I need to come back here for like two or three days and enjoy the atmosphere. But so Japan, still, after 10 years, I'm, I'm discovering new places that I absolutely want to visit. Mm.
2: So thanks for bringing me. Oh, I feel the same as well, honestly. There's still lots of corners of the country to discover and explore. But for now, guys, we've got to hop on a bullet train back to Tokyo. The podcast will resume normal times, good times. With good Pete. With good, no. With, well, he is a good Pete. Yes, he's he a is. very good Pete indeed. And uh, we'll have a nice good catch up with Pete in the next few days but for now guys no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great few days we'll see you right back here do it all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast bye for now
3: bye Bye. see you buddies